Yeah, hold that, please. Level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi. Nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to attend the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to attend the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chat all sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to the following on podcast from TalkSport. For the last time, a look back at the South Africa series. The TalkSport team now back in England. But Mark Butcher was a guest on the Alan Brazil Sports Breakfast Show to look back at the T20 series as a whole and also give a few unofficial awards to some of the touring team that made the journey over the last two months to South Africa. No surprises, which of the big names are mentioned, um, but it was great to get Butch uh, on with Brazil, who now seems a little bit more interested uh, in coming out for a cricket tour in the future. In terms of the future cricket tours that England are going to be playing live and exclusive on Talk Sport, well, India... Uh, later this year there's an ODI series in October September and then a test series at the start of 2021 but there will be more international cricket exclusively live on TalkSport 2 and you'll hear details of that towards the end of this following on podcast but first let's listen back to Mark Butcher as he sat down with Alan Brazil and Jamie O'Hara to look back at a successful winter for TalkSport and the England cricket team. Now with the 2020 World Cup coming up in October, England's cricket team got the year after a great start, a 2-1 series win in South Africa. England secured the fourth highest run chase ever as they knocked off South Africa's 222 with five wickets to spare. After blistering half-centuries from Bairstow, Butler and Morgan, it was up to Moan Alley to knock off the winning run. Here's Andile Petlaquayo, slapped away behind Mohan Ali for Owen Morgan and Moen Ali have won this game. They've chased down 223 with five balls to spare. Yes, no problem. After losing the first game of the series, uh, Owen Morgan was impressed with improvement his side showed during the three games. We've learned a huge amount. Oh, I thought we were pretty slow to start in East London um, and probably lost the game. We should have won. And then um, the last game in, in, in Durban, I thought we, we played exceptional. Uh, it just goes to show we're getting better as better as we go on. Hopefully that's a, a mark of, of our tour. And today we produce something um, worthy of a victory. Uh, John is now Mark Butcher. joins us again. Butch, morning. Have you recovered? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, you're talking about from the tour, not the yeah, weekend, yeah. right? Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah, no, no, absolutely. Sleeping most of the weekend, weren't you? <laughs> <I got laughs> pajamas all weekend. Bit like Jamie. Yeah, yeah it, it, mate, it was, what a what a trip. I mean, what a what a tour for England in the yeah. end. Um, you know, you win the win the Test matches three one, having lost the first one there. You lose the lose the first one day international, get the second one wiped out, draw that one, and then lose the first T20 and come back roaring back with two amazing victories in the last two. Why have they started so slow then? Um, I, I don't know. I mean, touring's 
tough work. It's perhaps tougher now than it than it was when I started back in the in the sort of late 90s because you don't have you don't have anywhere near as long to sort of get yourself ready um, for the first game. You know, there are no warm-up matches to speak of. Um, you don't have a massive amount of time to acclimatise. And let's not forget, when England arrived there it, it, for the Test Series, um, which started on uh, on Boxing Day, um, more than half of the team had gone down with this mystery yeah. flu bug. So they, they were struggling yeah. there. But you're right. I mean, they, they started off slowly in the one-day internationals. They started off slowly in the T20s, but can, came roaring back in both. Um, and, you know, you add Joe Root to that T20 side, uh, and they're looking very, very good indeed for the uh, for the World Cup in October in 222. Australia. Do you think? Do you, did you <laughs> fancy England, or did you think this is going to be tough? Well, I, I mean, it should have been tough. Um, to any other team, you would you would have thought to yourself at halfway. Well, you know, it's it's less than there's less than a 50-50 chance of them chasing that down. But with England, you always think to yourself, well, the pitch looks pretty flat. The opposition have just donged the ball out of the park for fun. Um, our guys will be able to do the same, and they won't yeah. with five balls to spare out. I mean, it was a, it was an absolute stroll in the end. Yeah. What about then openers? Are you are you happy the way the openers? Well, I mean, at the moment that the, the the talk is as whether or not. Josh Butler should mm. open or whether he should bat in the middle order. Now, the way that England went about it yesterday... I think you've said middle order before. Yeah, I have yeah. said middle order before. And, and I, I, I still... My, my, my instinct is to stick with that. But yesterday, Owen Morgan dropped himself down to number five and Ben Stokes came in at six. They looked stronger in the, in the middle order than they had done um, before. Uh, Josh Butler's numbers as, as an opener are, are incredibly good. And if Owen Morgan continues to play the way that he does... Uh, the way that he can through that middle lower order, then England have got all bases covered, which is why I think that if you if you add Joe Root to the team, you start with Butler and was it Butler Roy, Bairstow at three, put Joe Root in at four, Mo, uh, Morgan at five, Stokes at six, Mo and Ali at seven. It's starting to look like an incredible batting yeah. lineup. So look, I, I, I mean, you got match winners there everywhere, every, right? all the way down, which is why 220 is not something that they flinch at, at yeah. halfway. You know, they just think we can we can chase anything. Um, South Africa. England chased 230 against South Africa in the last uh, World Cup um, in India, and they must think to themselves, "Well, how many do we need to score against these yeah. guys?" Because they just <laughs> they just keep knocking us over. So, um, the World Cup, if we look ahead now, October, isn't it? Australia. Yep. Oh, are you out there, Butch? Um, I don't know at the moment. My, I'm not entirely sure what what are I'm we doing. out there? Do we have we got the thumbs up? Oh, you're joking. I think the, the next time that we're, next time talks we're going to be engaged is going to be the, the tour of India, I think. So we won't be on that. But in, but in terms of the, the Australian T20 World Cup, it's going to be an incredible event. Um, the women's uh, version of it starts on Friday uh, down in Australia. They're hoping to get 90,000 people to go to the to the final of that one at the MCG. Wow. Um, you, you have enormous crowds, great pitches. It should be a great spectacle. And, England, and England, uh, England could be the first men's oh, team. I can't believe this. You were just saying you've not been to Australia, Jamie. Have you not? No, I've never been. No. No, too far for me, that. Well, it, it is a long way, yeah, sure, but, you know, modern technology and all that. Well, you we can't fly we, nowadays, you don't have to go on a boat <laughs> anymore. We've got new management <laughs> and left-wing lorries known as, and he's really put the blocks on the spending, he is. <laughs> but, you know, England could be the first, the first team to hold both... Um, 50 over and 20 over titles, uh, and the way that the, you know the way that they're building up to this, you add Joffre Archer to that squad and Joe Root, as I've said before, um, they could be the first team to do it. What's it like to tour in India? My my middle girl goes there regularly. In fact, mm. she goes this week, end of the week. She goes to buy. Uh, she designs handbags. Okay. So she goes to the factories, takes the latest design over, etc. Yeah. Um, are you a fan of India? I, it's an amazing place. Yeah, really is incredible. 
and it, I mean the kind of the the, the service and the, and the hotels and the food and the, and, well, and whatever you want. You know, you can you can suffer for a little bit from that. But I mean, the, the the best advice for that would be you know get in there, get some get get some of the the, the local yogurt and stuff down here, and, and kind of and and, and fortify your guts against it and you'll be fine <laughs> listen the service and the food in, in the hotels in india now i mean the first time i went there which is what 20 years ago um it wasn't so great but now it's it's actually second to none absolutely mm. second to none um in fact you, you you kind of have to wave people away they're so keen to sort of help you and, and do whatever you want so it's it's a wonderful place to talk how, how long are the england players actually out there for um I think that the India tour is going to be split. I mean, this this time the the, the players that have been there playing all three formats in South Africa would have arrived um, around about the 15th of December, and those that have went through will get back tonight. Wow. Um, so it's a, a, a long, long old trip. time away from the, home, isn't it? The India trip is going to be split in two. I think it'll be Test matches before Christmas, and then all the one day stuff afterwards. So the team will get to come back. Um, there'll be a break in the middle for Christmas and New Year, and then they go back. Yeah, out who do you make favourites here? England. What for, what, for India? Mm. Um, India, hell of a good side. And and the uh, when it comes to when it comes to sort of South Africa, the, the conditions as, as conditions that English players like to play in. In India, it's very very different. Um, and so home advantage plus the fact that they're a great side and they've got one of the best players of all time in Virat Kohli in their in their team means that it's going to be very tough. Yeah. I would I'd make the Indians slight favourites from from here. England, um, you know, there's a rich talent there now. There's a lot of them, yeah. I mean, we got a hell of a lot of backup. That is, that is for sure. I mean, look, if if Archer's fit for the say that say the, the nearest the nearest biggest thing is the is the T20 World Cup. If you perhaps think Archer's fit and you've got Wood there, the the guy who might find himself on the outside in the in the T20 World Cup might be uh, might be Tom Curran. It was Tom Curran that didn't play a single game in the in the the last 50 over World Cup. Um, although he proved his worth in that game in, in Durban to close that one out when uh, when South Africa looked as though they might chase 200 themselves. So, look, England have got plenty of options. Um, mm. And then, and that's all you can hope for, isn't it? You go in there, you hope to take 15 of the very best players you've got and have them all battle it out to get into the last 11. Done mm. then. <laughs> Smarty <laughs> pants. <laughs> what? what? Listen, you're, you're the expert on cricket, Al. Oh, am I? <laughs> He's pretty good, isn't he? <laughs> We want to know when, what exactly went on behind the scenes. Never mind this on tour, it stays on tour. Tell us about the crew and pundits that actually got the tour on air. Mark, I'll give you a category and I want you to give me a winner. Yeah. Who was the biggest diva when you were out there? <laughs> I mean, there's only one, isn't there? I mean, he'll be in, I don't know if he's start, he's back at work this week. Goffey, I don't know. He's back. He's, is he back? He, he, he is the heart and soul, the life and soul of everything that goes on on tour. So when it comes to um, ar- arranging uh, socials, whether it, when it comes to... He got Jeffrey Boycott to pay for a round of golf. I heard this. Yeah, right. By the way, what about, what about uh, Boyce's house? Beautiful on the golf course. Yeah, on, on the 16th Stunning. at the, the Pearl... Um, golf course but you know if, if the bus is like a millisecond late or if anything is not absolutely perfect then Goffy will kick off really yeah. Yeah, absolutely he's, he's, he's a diva par excellence on, on that on that squad however as I said before nothing nothing gets done without it without going through Goff and his say so best performance on a night out I don't I don't really know what they mean by performance. Mm. So I think we'll talk about staying power, drinkies, <laughs> stuff like that. Well, I mean, you know, Steve Steve 
had to be sent home after the first two weeks because otherwise uh, there'd have been no castle left in South Africa. So um, <laughs> Harmson is is, is, a, he mark, is a performer. He? I mean, you, you must appreciate the the the, uh, the capacity that Big Steve Harmson has. Well, um, uh, I, wouldn't yeah. go, I wouldn't go too far. But I mean, is you he know, on the level of Brazil? He's semi-professional in comparison to, to <laughs> Alan Brazil. But I mean, that's that that's one heck of a heck of an accolade. I tell you what he does do. He's a typical fast boy. He goes off like he goes off like the clappers, right? Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, but you boom. know what? I've, I've, I've heard a few people say that you know you're slowing down a bit. Uh, only because I'm you know you, you knock back a couple of pints and then all of a sudden you go onto the red wine and you sip on that all day and everyone else is getting steaming on ten and twelve maybe, drinks maybe, that you maybe keep buying. He's just, he's just slowing down to allow the rest of us to stay with him. Maybe <laughs> that, that, that might be it. I'm sick of the end of the night. I'm on all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the biggest joker. Uh, uh, Gareth Batty. Gareth, ba- Gareth Batty is, uh, is, is one of those blokes on a tour that every trip needs. Always, uh, very, very enthusiastic. Always got a, you know, a, a smile and a bit of a laugh. And we'll, we'll sort of, you know, he'll, Get on all fours behind you and, and, and end up having you topple over him or something after he's had three or four pints. He's, he's, he's the man that keeps the whole thing ticking, um, throughout this, what, what were we, seven, seven, eight weeks on, tr- on tour? It's a long time. Yeah, a long old time. What about, okay, uh, who, who, who gets on the sub bench? Uh, who could have been, who could have been left behind? You could, know, who, who just made it, got on the subs bench? <sighs> just made what? I mean, just, what just who short have been, you know, who's close to being part of that brilliant team? Oh, okay. What? This is a very tough question now. I mean, for myself, when you're talking about sort of nights out, you know, maybe I got onto the subs bench. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to run the whole thing out. I couldn't be... Yeah. So you're I, the I professional, basically, is what you're saying. That, that's exactly what I'm saying. To any, <laughs> well, to well, any well, of the well, bosses well, that are listening, that's exactly what I'm saying. A few names there. <laughs> Who would be your one sub? Bats? Harmy, Goffey, KP, or Matt Pryor? Um, oh, cri- well, of course you had the K. I forgot completely about this. You had the, the KP, Matt Pryor um, scenario that, that we put together on TalkSport. KP, first thing he did was go to Matt Pryor and offer his hand. Yeah, well done. Which was an extraordinary thing. Um, and, and the two of them had a, a had a, a, an entente cordiale throughout the, throughout I the whole trip. I imagine KP's more of a wine man rather than paints like Harmy. Yeah, I think... We didn't see KP on a night out, to be fair. Oh, really? No. Why? It didn't go quite well because he was with he was with his sort of the know, elite. The absolutely, we we were oh, kind of second on. division. So basically, so, you're saying he's big time. Well, he is big time. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Um, Matt Pryor was was an awesome tour. He was brilliant. I, by I would way, I would be I would be um I would be out on an, any trip, any time, any place with Matt Pryor. He's, he's, he's a bloke to have as your, as your right-hand man, wherever you go. So no real surprises who the uh, diva of the tour was, but uh, what great company. Um, Darren Goff, uh, Gareth Batty, Matt Pryor, Mark Butcher, KP, and everyone really over the last uh, couple of months. That's pretty much uh, it really in terms of looking back at the South Africa series, but we will be bringing you some of the content uh, and exclusive interviews that we played out throughout the series in the next couple of weeks. And there will be more live and exclusive cricket 
coverage on TalkSport 2. Uh, we're pleased to announce that the uh, India-South Africa ODI series in March will be taking place exclusively live on the station. So uh, stay tuned for details of the commentary team in and around that. But for now, thanks for listening to following on podcast. We will be back next week as the World T20, the Women's World T20 gets underway. Uh, reports throughout TalkSport and we will be focusing on that for the next couple of weeks before England's men turn their attention to a tour back to Sri Lanka. But for now, thanks for listening and uh, be sure to join us again here on the following on podcast. Hold that please, level five, thank you. Ah, you must be one of our new interns. Yeah, hi, nice to meet you. Hi. Now, the most important thing to know is to Ertzen the Biparsal Rise plug sale. The most important thing is what? Sorry. The single most important thing is to Ertzen the Channelized Bing Bingus at the Biparsal Rise plug sale, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, that sounds important. Does work chattel sound like gibberish to you? Find collaborative articles with tips from the LinkedIn community to help you get through those tricky conversations. Making work make sense? LinkedIn knows how.